listeners already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat but it's all been done before we don't want to be a copycat we're the leftovers picking up the scraps dropped by the cool kids it, it, it's a trap Good it, toss it, good it, taste it, do we love it? Hey, let's face it, clean, erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, push over, pop culture, leftover. And the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said, leftover. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers. All right, hey, welcome to another bonus episode of PCL. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, some possible quantum mania spoilers that are out there on the old interwebs. And uh, these were passed through by the mods, the moderators on the Marvel Studios subreddit, Marvel Studios spoiler subreddit. And so... These have a, a good chance of possibly being true. Uh, I am joined by Jake. Welcome, Jake. Hey, thanks. Can't wait to hear what uh, what some of these spoilers are. We've got Joe Stark back. Welcome, Joe. Hey, stoked to be here. And we've got Dre Moore. Welcome back, Dre. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, let's jump into these. Uh, yeah, it says, welcome to a unique edition of our Tales from the Mod queue. Stop reading if you don't want to be spoiled, because this time we bring quite a few tidbits from the plot of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. This leak has been verified. You have been warned. Now let's get into it. I'm going to go ahead and read these. So, yeah, I mean, look for a lot of this that actually happened in the movie if they are true. And I'm telling you, they're usually pretty good about these. All right. Janet will be running from Quantum Realm aliens when she meets Kang. There's a montage of Scott narrating his life via an excerpt from his book, Looking Out for the Little Guy. Scott talks about how happy he was to meet a raccoon that could talk, and he says he's friends with the Hulk. Talking about future adventures, Scott says that for the moment, he's just focused on being a dad. Scott and Cassie reconnecting is a big part of the movie. Scott, Cassie, and Hope, Hank, Janet, are separated into two groups after getting sucked into the quantum realm by Cassie's device. A lot of this, you know, some of this stuff, it's already been verified by this first trailer that's dropped. Mm -hmm. Scott tries to calm Cassie down by saying being in the quantum realm is just like camping. <laughs> that, I can totally see that. Absolutely. Yeah. That definitely sounds like a Scott Lang, Paul Rudd kind of line. Uh, we see a whole civilization living in the quantum realm. We see Hank and Janet surfing giant flying stingrays. That was in the trailer. There's a quantum realm cantina bar with a bug man bartender. That was in the trailer. Yes. Mm -hmm. Bill Murray's Krylar is a quantum realm aristocrat who's hinted to have a, had a fling with Janet while she was stuck there. Some buildings appear to be alive in the quantum realm. I don't know about like that. There's the one, sh there's the one shot. Maybe they are talking about buildings, but there's the, are they talking about Kang's kingdom and the rings moving around? Or are they talking about that one shot? It's like Cassie and Scott and they're looking at like, you know, in the distance and you can kind of see like, 
these rock formations and then like these rock formations like coming out of like porthole portals out of the rock formation they're like do, do you, you remember that shot in the trailer yes there's like the light lights coming out of the ground yeah i mean there's lights going coming out of the ground it looks almost like uh timelines or something i mean um What's the exact phrase of the spoiler again? Some buildings appear to be alive in the quantum realm. Hmm. That, that's weird. For, for me, it just d- means they move. Yeah. 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 Uh, Modox described as a mechanized organism designed only for killing. He's a big Corey Stahl head. Uh, we get to know Kang's backstory. Janet and Kang were both trapped in the quantum realm together in the past. He has a ship that can travel the multiverse. Janet and he were fixing it. He wanted to help her fix time so she could get back to her time with hope. I'm buying it. I mean, I think that that golden platform that he's in in the trailer is what they're going to try to power so he can move through time. And with him saying he wants to help her fix time so she can get back her time with hope sounds reminiscent of like what he tells Scott at the, uh, in the trailer about, uh, what I believe is he is, is him talking about getting the five years that he missed watching her grow up. He says, I can, he tells Scott, I can get you home and give you more time if you help me. So could it be possibly that at some point while she was helping him, she realized that his goals maybe weren't as as, you know, as good as she initially thought and then ran away and escaped or something from him at some point. And that's why she somewhat lives in fear, because she she figured out what his real agenda was. Yeah, I I, I think, you know, so yeah, I think somewhere along the line, she's going to figure something out. And I, I think like but when she left he may not have been as powerful down there as he was when she gets back. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm just thinking about the fact that, you know, in the trailer, she was so, you know, seemingly nervous when she realized that when, you know, uh, Cassie said it was a beacon and she like immediately shut it down. You know, that implies to me that she knows not just that of Kang and what he was working on, but that, just how dangerous it was, which yeah. leads me to believe that, you know, she discovered that during her time in the past. Oh, when yeah. She was working with him. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, here. Well, let's get into this. Janet discovered he was evil via a neural connection he has with his ship. After confronting him and confirming his nature, she destroyed the equipment that made his ship work and trap them both deeper in the quantum realm. Kang has been the conqueror ever since. He's been looking for Janet for revenge. So there it is. Mm. See? Yeah. I mean, I even speculated that maybe he wasn't as powerful as, as he was when she left. And, he, you know, she comes... She probably saw this plan in his head, right? Through this... Neural connection mm-hmm. that he has with that the makes ship. sense. She gets yeah. connected to the neuro connection and everything flashes into her brain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Kang tells Scott he has beaten the Avengers several times. Kang asks him if he's the one with the hammer. 
And Scott makes a joke about people confusing him with Thor all the time. (laughs) Makes sense. He wants Scott to help him get out of the quantum realm and says they should work together. Kang claims to be the only one who can stop what's coming. When Scott asks what that is, Kang simply says, me. He is not blue, but has lines on his face. I think right there they're talking about the scars, but we found out from the trailer when he does put the helmet on, it casts a blue light onto his face. Scott gets into the quantum nexus where he meets several different versions of himself. This has been shown in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The scene of him running, and then we saw the giant one kind of being shredded there. Uh, there's a Scott who's just a Baskin-Robbins employee in his universe and doesn't understand what's going on. That's awesome. <laughs> so we're going to see all these joke. We're going to see all these different Ant-Men running like we did in the trailer, but then we're going to see one in a Baskin-Robbins uniform just running. Just standing there, probably. <laughs> running and not knowing what the fuck is going on. Um, Scott works with his multiversal selves against Modoc. Scott has an emotional moment with Cassie saying he messed up a lot in his life, but she was the only thing he never did. What? Oh, he's saying he never messed up. I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. He was the only thing that she never, that he never messed up. He promises Cassie he'll get her home. Uh, Corey Stoll's doing a voice for Modoc. There's a running joke about everyone calling Modoc Darren and him hating it. Because <laughs> his name's Darren Cross. Yeah. Okay. Janet calls Kang by his name Nathan. That's okay. Wow. Alluding to the fact that he's Reed's grandfather. Yes. Kang tells Janet that she gave him a lot of time to plot his revenge by leaving him stranded in the quantum realm. He tells her that when he leaves, the first universe he'll claim will be hers. Kang reveals he's built an empire and says he'll take it with him to conquer all the universes. I was wondering about that because remember the blue orb that we saw floating over the uh, tech that Cassie made? Mm Mm-hmm. All of his ships have that same blue orb kind of floating inside of them. It's almost like this quantum energy. So it's yes. almost, you know, so. Probably their means of creating a portal to jump to different multiverses. Yeah. Him using that energy may be affecting all the other inhabitants of the quantum realm, too, as well. Scott, at one point, get, gets an all-black suit. Hope has lightsaber wings. So they've upgraded her suit and her wings are able to cut shit. Is that what they're saying here? That's what it sounds like. Look like lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking maybe they give off some sort of light. Maybe they look, yeah, maybe they look like lightsabers and then when they, they move really quickly, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe they energize or something of that nature. I mean, who the hell had that technology? Both. (laughs) I hope they spin like General Grievous. Yeah. Oh, I hope they spin like the fucking, uh, oh, what are they called? Those characters from Rebels. Oh, Inquisitors. Inquisitors, yeah. yeah. Both black suits have red and yellow accents, respectively. The final battle is huge and reminds of the final battle from Aquaman with all of its moving pieces. Is that a cool battle? Yeah, I thought so. 
You wouldn't like it. It's DC. <laughs> <laughs> we see giant Cassie fighting Modoc. She tries to talk to him into switching sides. Giant Scott and Giant Cassie run to each other for a hug. He jokes about it feeling like he's hugging Godzilla. Kang has a... That joke is not going to land. Um, no. Kang has a standoff with Scott, Hope, and Cassie. Hank flies in with a legion of battle-armored ants, and they attack Kang. He manages to hold them off with his powers. Modok also shows up to help. Kang fatally injures Modok. The family goes to Modok's side as he dies. He rubs his tiny hand on Scott's <laughs> cheek. <laughs> There's an emotional moment where Modok says Cassie was right about him and that he at least died in Avenger. Scott says he did a good job and agrees. Kang survived the fight and stopped Scott just as they are all going back to their universe. Janet, Hank, Cassie, and Hope escape. Kang beats the shit out of Scott. Hope comes back for him. They almost managed to trap Kang in the quantum realm. But he escapes and traps Scott and Hope inside. Hank guarantees Janet and Cassie that they'll find them. So it doesn't end with Scott's death. It ends with Scott and Hope being trapped back inside the quantum realm. Well, Hope for the first time. Hank guarantees yeah. Janet and Cassie that they'll find them. At the end of the movie, Hope and Scott look out at the quantum realm. Hope says to Scott that their family will be okay and that they have to trust them to find the duo. She says Cassie will know what to do. The next scene sometime is sometime later. Cassie's running all kinds of programs on different computers. She's staring at the screen. She sees something. Her eyes go wide and she gasps. Cut to black. Mm. Huh. Uh, the what she sees there. The movie's runtime is currently around two hours and 15 minutes. Right after they get trapped, Scott and Hope hug, and he asks her why she came back. She tells him that it was because she saw all the other versions of herself, too, the other lives she could have had. She didn't want to be in any of them that didn't have him. William Jackson Harper is in the movie. He plays a mind-reading leader of the quantum people. His assistant is a little guy with a goo head, in a glass helmet. <laughs> so, and then I, I do have some bonus stuff here from, uh, this was tweeted from Daniel RPK. He says, Murray, Bill Murray is working alongside Kang. We have no further information on Krylar's, mo Krylar's motives, but one could assume he is a lover scorned who is out for revenge after Janet was rescued from the quantum realm. In a flashback, we see Janet talking with Kang, and he tells Janet that she can use his chair to escape the quantum realm and return to her world. He even tells her he would create a timeline where it would be like she never left. Sounds like he's getting a lot of his stuff from this previous leak. 
Janet refuses Kang's offer, but she knows his true plan is to take over Earth and shrinks his chair down so she can so he can never use it again. In the present day, Kang has now kidnapped Cassie and tells Scott to get his chair back for him so he can leave the quantum realm or else he will kill her. Modok is aligned with Kang and is sent to assist Scott in getting the chair back, but there is a twist to his story that gives away too much information, so we will save that for later. We just went over that a moment ago. So that's all I've got for that. Yeah, I wonder what what does Cassie see in that computer screen? Her eyes go wide. She gasps. It cuts cuts to black. What does she see in the screen? Yeah, what would she recognize that would make her that afraid? Yeah, was it was it a? That's the thing. Like her eyes go wide and she gasps. But is it a hopeful type thing? Yeah, we don't know if she's fearful type thing. Exactly. It could be a surprise because it seems like they would be leading you to believe like. Oh, she gets wide and gas because she found them. But I'm willing to bet it's something else that she discovers. That's like, probably what if it's, negative. Yeah, like what if it's like Kang coming into our world? What if it's who else is really good with technology who could be on the other end of a computer? Could it be a variant version of Tony Stark? Oh, wow. Oh, that'd be wild. The rumors are out there this week, guys, that Robert Downey Downey Jr. is returning for Secret Wars. Yeah, start building that hype by having him having him show up for just a brief second. The whole world. Well, it cuts to black. So do we what? Will we even see it, Jake? Oh, I don't think so. If he is coming back, they're not going to they're going to save it until they're holding on to that. Right. Right. They're saving that. They they don't want to blow that wide on something smaller earlier, especially no disrespect to Ant-Man, but especially not Ant-Man. Because it says this description says the next scenes sometime later. So could the next scene sometime later be something, a scene that we see finished out in Secret Wars? And it's Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark. Yeah, I mean, could it be sometime later after Kang has already conquered everything and and she's trying to, and, you know, they're like hiding out, trying to find some way to fight back. And then she gets this reach out from variant Tony from some other verse who's reached out to her. And maybe he's putting together some multiversal coalition to fight back against all the Kangs who's conquered all the multiverses. And we're getting to this giant multiversal battle as the cataclysm. Dude, you you should be writing for Rick and Morty, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'm you know, I, I just hey, I'm just trying to present like the one thing that would blow people's minds here, right? I'm not saying I'm right, but man, that would be that would be huge, right? Tony Stark? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I do like your theory that you know, not only does this spoiler not know, but we as an audience won't know. And then we'll pick that thread up later. That, that does seem very plausible. And if that's the case, then it like, if that's not the case, it's probably not Iron Man. But if that is the case, then that really does open up that possibility. Yeah, man. I, yeah. I think it's very plausible because I've still long since believed that the ultimate climax of this saga is going to be some giant multiversal war. And a scene like this could be the very early seed being planted towards that eventuality. Dude, I've heard a lot of names being thrown around as far as characters showing up in Secret Wars. 
I've seen a lot. Let me let me see if I can actually find this list here real quick. Yeah, here it is. I'm hearing Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Hugh Jackman, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, James McAvoy, Nicolas Cage, and Halle Berry are the main ones I was told. There are a few other ones as well. Wow. I believe all of it. I think they're going to empty the fucking clip. I'm not yeah, saying they saw how much money No Way Home made. It's like, yeah, I'm not saying Nicolas Cage is coming back as Ghost Rider permanently. I'm not saying Holly Berry's coming back as our permanent storm. I'm not saying James McAvoy is going to be our permanent Professor X, but Secret Wars multiverse makes sense. Yeah, if it's a multiversal war, they're going to reach out to everything that Marvel has put out ever. And as many yeses as they can get, they're going to bring them in. Yeah, man, if you're reaching out to Anson Mount for Multiverse of Madness, I don't see any reason why they can't be reaching out to everybody else, man. Absolutely. Exactly. Wesley Snipes got a Kevin Feige email in his inbox. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that too, man. Like trench coat. (laughs) Could we see Wesley Snipes? He still looks like he he looks like he looks good, man. Hopefully he can get Mm -hmm. in shape for it if they want to have him. Show up on set for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Him as a trained martial artist, I'm sure he stayed in plenty enough good shape to pull off some scenes in, in a in a big battle. Yeah, he just he just had so many issues yeah. with Blade 3. And then you get a cool moment of him being side-by-side side with Mahershala Ali's Blade. That's, the t- that's right up Marvel's alley in terms of fan service. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's all- wild. That is all I got, guys. I know this is not like a long episode. Is there anything that you guys wanted to touch on here real quick before we ended the spoiler episode? One thing I, think I can think of. Oh, go ahead. I was say the only thing that kind of stuck out to me was the the line of Modoc dying and saying, at least I died in Avenger. Yeah. And the one thought that crossed my mind is like, when the hell did Ant-Man get enough clout to start a point in Avengers? Let the, guy, let the guy have an okay death, Drake. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Modoc doesn't need to know that. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I don't have that power, so uh, you're not dying in Avenger. <laughs> oh, I just made that up to motivate you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam Wilson going over the paperwork like, Modoc, who the fuck added him to the roster? <laughs> I suppose we could, like, get a plaque made or something. Maybe get you, like, your name etched on a bowling trophy. Oh, yeah, we could do an Avenger of the Century plaque, just like (laughs) Scott's Baskin-Robbins plaque. Yeah, guys, but that is the spoiler episode. We'll see what happens here. I don't know, like, uh, if that's that's the – I don't know if that Cassie scene with the computer screen is like the mid-credits scene or whatever, but uh, that's going to have people guessing for a long time. And if that's true, my guess is on the other end of that, it's fucking – it's Tony Stark. Every I if her eyes go wide and she gasps, I mean, everybody knows who Tony Stark is. He's like the Michael Jordan of that universe at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly. She's not opening her eyes wide and gasping for something she's not familiar with. I don't know, man. I just the only other yeah. thing I could guess is like she saw Galactus eating a planet because that's the only other thing. <laughs> but I don't yeah. think it's Galactus. Yeah, I mean, if it, if her gasping reaction is something positive, it's one of two things: either she found, is uh, she found her dad? And she clicked on two. She, she clicked on two girls, one cup. 
<laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> go ahead if that's the case they'll never show us it's true no go ahead dre i'm sorry no like i, I said what i need to say like I said, if it's something positive it's one of two things either she found scott in hope or she or it's tony yeah man i i gotta think it's tony i gotta think yeah. it's tony yeah that to me that one is <clears throat> more impactful and more meaningful no, maybe she found Terrence Howard's War Machine. <laughs> Whoa. Bob Buck says he's in Secret Wars. Dude, dude, dude. Who's taking that bet? Who's taking that bet? I'll, I'll, I'll take five bucks that he's not in it. Five bucks he's in. Yeah, they, I'll, they take, I'll take it. I'll take the differences and he's going to pull up. I'll go up, to, I'll go up to 20 on the Terrence Howard bet. He gonna he gonna drop down that helmet gonna come back and he gonna say I told y'all next time baby that would be incredible <laughs> uh, and then he's gonna say Jake give Dre the twenty bucks <laughs> he's gonna say Dre made more money than me I'm not coming back for Secret Wars two <laughs> yeah they're like they they paid me fifteen bucks for this. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that's it i know it's a short one but you know just wanted to read off the spoilers just for the people that were interested but uh joe thank you again man where can people find you dude yeah you can find me on startcast uh one-on-one conversations uh usually got every uh new episodes dropping every saturday and dre where can people find you man you guys can find me on PCW Podcast Championship Wrestling Podcast. We recently dropped the episode, digging into the craze and reviewing WrestleMania 20. All right. Check out Podcast Championship Wrestling and StartCast. And we will be back later on this week. For sure. Another fucking episode. Because that's what we fucking do. Hells yeah. That's what we do, dude. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys later. Later.